Duct tape. What? Oh, you got a stool? Nice. Cool guy. We're at a standing <clears throat> desk, yeah. sort of, but John is sitting. A, a workbench. He's just always a contrarian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like these two, yeah, forget it. I'm going to lay on the ground. Yeah. Why not? Um, duct tapes. Welcome to the duct, duct tapes. tapes. That was in sync. It was pretty good. Yeah. Our timing is improving. Um, with every I'm episode. John Hoppenthal, software developer. With me, as always, is Otto. Wait. <laughs> Scott Our guest today Brassfield. is Otto. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm here as always. But here, not always, only today, is, is Otto Kivikarki. Nice. Kivikarki. Kivikarki. In <clears throat> I said in English, in Finnish, it's just Kivikarki. Oh, I see. Nice. Yeah, Thank you a... for adjusting your R's for <laughs> us. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard it said a couple of times here, like different. Everybody says it differently. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We're not good with other people's language, like name, especially names, pronouncing names from people from other like cultures or languages. I never attempt to add the whatever (laughs) I should add the trills or the pauses. There's some inflections, double double consonants, double consonants. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We don't have all that. We just kind of slur everything together in English. Yeah, lazy. It's (laughs) very lazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's fun. Um, well, welcome to the duct tapes, everyone. Duct tapes. Uh, Otto, special <laughs> thank shout you, out, thank welcome. You. Oh, wait, we're the duck boys. The, yeah. pond, ba- the pond babies. We are not the pond babies. The bad babies, boys of tech. But we are I forgot the, to duck, say that. Okay, the duck, the duck men. Oh, the, the duck, we've grown the up. The duck dudes. All right, we're the duck dudes. Just Double whatever. D. Just whatever. All right. We're, we're programmers, that's for sure. <sighs> I don't know if I like this sitting down. Why don't you work on that? While you do that, I want to, before we get started, well, I guess sort of as part of getting started, I want to tell you guys a quick story. I want to get your feedback on something. Okay. Um, so the other day, I mm. was at the bus stop, and the bus was approaching, and it got like, so I was uh-huh. at them. Um, and so th- I was doing that and the bus came and it kind of like, it stopped, it was like slowing down and stopping. And then I saw the driver kind of like wave to me. Uh-huh. So I was holding my phone cause my ticket is on my phone. Okay. And so I like held mm-hmm. it up just to like say, hi, uh, will you stop for me? <laughs> and okay. whole interaction as, oh, he doesn't want to get on this bus. Wrong bus. Yeah. Wrong so bus. she started driving away and mm-hmm. I had to like flag her down uh-huh. and then she stopped pretty quickly we got on the bus and she's like sorry i was i thought you were waving me on and so i was curious what you guys think especially auto because i think coming from finland you'll probably have some insight into the bus system how it works there which i know is a little different but mm. who's 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 in the wrong there that's my question is she waves to me so i wave back and then she's like well i thought you were waving me on well like what what if i had not waved yeah, you uh, should have just looked at your shoes or something and ignored. Would her. that have been like, oh, yeah. well, he didn't wave back, yeah. so that means uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. I guess. What do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, yeah, if you wave, that's kind of should be a signal that the bus would stop, right? Yeah. Least, like in Finland, if you just stand there on the bus stop, it's not. It's just going right. to go by you. It doesn't. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> One th- I would have tried to hit you if I was a bus driver. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this that's guy's crazy. I'm glad it's you're a not a bus driver. So. Or maybe that just would have been for me specifically. You wouldn't <laughs> yeah, have hit anyone else. Got him. Well, I'm glad you hate me then. Um, well, 
Uh, okay, so I'm not getting any good feedback from you guys, but I guess. Well, what, what did you want to hear? I guess I want to know what I should have done in that situation to not jumped in front of the bus. I guy. guess yeah. so. Yeah, should, should I have been like more excited, just like waving both arms above my head, jumping jacks? Okay, something like that, probably. Yeah, that's a very weird encounter. It is, but the one time, so the the what I had read about buses in Finland is that if you have like a bus card, mm. you hold out your bus card. Yeah. And that indicates if there's like a group of people and someone's bus card is out, yeah. the bus driver indicates to them, oh, somebody at this stop wants this bus. Yeah, that's and, but we works. have no we have no protocol in the U.S. At least in where we are. No, so you County. hold out your bus card and it's just the bus goes by. And yeah. Well, <laughs> it I don't doesn't know. mean Does anything. That happen? No. No here. Yeah. yeah exactly. Here. There's but no protocol. No, no, but in Finland, if you hold out your bus card, like you said, it means that hey, I want to get on this bus, so they'll come and stop. Yeah. So and it makes so much sense. I thought yeah. the bus just always stopped at the bus stop. Not every stop. If there's no one there, or no, I no. guess if they think people are waving them on, mm. after they waved <laughs> to you. And then she realized that you weren't going to be tricked. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's like, wait a minute. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, well, anyway. That was a good story. It was a good story. Mm-hmm. Any other good stories that that you guys are familiar with? Um, John, have you heard any story, anything about stories lately? Wait a minute. Actually, I was wondering about this hip new, maybe not new thing, new to me called uh story books related to react especially stories about react ah okay, okay all right mm, i'm interested yeah we could talk about that we should pretend for a second that i don't know much about storybooks this is sort of our game every episode isn't it it's like <laughs> we'll pretend so we'll make it our pretend, game. Yeah. <laughs> let me get into character of like kind of dumb yeah. programmer right yeah see what i can yeah. do mm-hmm. cargo pants program so what <laughs> Uh, I guess, how would you describe storybooks? Yeah, it's been around for a while, the whole library uh, for front-end frameworks, and it's basically, uh, how would I describe it? It's like a UI development environment for components that you can document them and list them and develop develop the components in isolation from your project. So it's a good addition to any, any web development project that you would you would add if you needed some documentation, especially mm. in larger projects, it makes a lot of sense to have one. And it's not even not that hard to get started with. So Interesting. Basic, basic, basically that, and it works with React, React Native mm-hmm. as well, even though in, with React Native, it's a bit weird using it on the simulator or whatever. Typical. Yeah, uh, yeah, which, is, yeah, yeah. which is typical. Par for the course <laughs> yeah. with React Native. And it also works with Angular and Vue and probably some other frameworks that okay. are out there. So. So it's if I was to jump in, like I want to create a new component, how, how does this work? Uh, you would just develop your components like you are used to in your project that you have. Maybe a forms folder with different uh, form elements, inputs, buttons, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you would add a storybook story file mm-hmm. in that folder. And when you start your storybook, uh, it looks for a given uh, file path or file endings and uh-huh. then then it loads those stories into the storybook and displays the components there for you so you can play around with them and these oh, kind of things. And so it add notes yeah. for other developers or for yourself. Yeah, so you does. so you're not so you're not uh, putting the components straight into the storybook. You have to write the uh, stories yourself mm-hmm. for the components like 
write some mock data, like button has decent this text, the input mm-hmm. has decent this placeholder, and you can pass the components props and whatnot. So they are just the same components that you use in projects. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the component itself is, so it sounds like this is like the obviously the most useful case mm. would be like a, a component that is primarily presentational or maybe strictly yeah, presentational. Yeah. And yeah, so like, you, you would need to provide any sort of props that that component yeah. would need to render as part of the story that you're writing. Yeah, you can integrate Redux with Storybook as well, but I don't think it makes a lot of sense tying up the state mm-hmm. and the components because the components are supposed to be like uh, isolated from each other in a sense. That, yeah. that you have a button and it's just presentational or input component it's presentational mm-hmm. or or well you can write in something or whatever but these kind of things so it's not for like a uh, lot of use so you can make some like you could integrate uh, create a uh, a form for example mm-hmm. and put it in the st- in storybook so you could click around the form and fill the fields and see how it looks and feels and mm. these kind of things would you have one story per component or is there a situation where you might have like some conditional rendering and you want to see like maybe you have multiple stories for one component or uh, yeah you can have multiple and you should like t- for different states for example so continuing with the button button with like a regular default state right and uh maybe with like a warning error states or uh <coughs> an input with a error message and all these kind of different states that you can represent. So it's not just a one story for right. uh, per component, basically. What do you think the biggest benefit of using Storybooks is in your experience? Uh, well, I've used it in, a, in three projects uh, so far. And definitely the biggest, biggest uh, upside to it is like on, for onboarding new developers. So mm-hmm. when a new developer joins a project, and looks at the components folder, it's just code, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to see what's what, like if you do look at the design and you need to implement the view, like then you need to go through all that code and figure out, maybe ask your project workmates that what's what. Right, yeah, a, a little peek behind the curtain here of the podcast. Mm. Um, Otto just I got love, added to these. a project that I'm <laughs> on, a pretty large project. And the first thing he asked me was, uh, are, are there storybooks? Yeah. And there and were not. Well, you have but kids, it, so you brought it. You were like, yeah, I'll it, just bring some in yeah, from yeah. home tomorrow. I put them on my lab, and I read them a story. Yeah. I said, are you done? Do you get yeah. it? Um, yeah, but other, for example, the past project before this one was, uh, it had a storybook. So when I started in it, it was really easy for me to get started because mm-hmm. it, it had all this uh, interactive documentation about the components. So I could just look up the storybook and see what's what, and then uh, integrate those components in the, in the app. So... It was very good. Yeah, it seems mm. like it would it would really encourage documentation because just even just plain text documentation seems to be kind of left on the wayside sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just the uh, pure components. You can add like uh, documentation about your props. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. There's add-ons for Storybook, so you can uh, dynamically edit the text, for example, in Storybook, and you can change the background colors, use different screen sizes. There's a lot of you can run test tests mm. Mm. As, yeah. uh, those what are the test tests named the shots the oh the screen uh, uh, uh snapshots snapshots yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they are in story called bo- snapshots yeah in storybook they are called sto- story shots so okay. you can take very similar take shots of your take stories shots. <laughs> sounds yeah i think yeah. some people at our office would enjoy that yeah <laughs> taking shots <laughs> um so i so i had a question 
what would be actually this isn't a question this is mm. a stupid thought say it is wouldn't it about it, a bus wouldn't it be cool yeah <laughs> i was on the bus the other day no wouldn't it be cool if you could like just put it on your tablet and then actually like flip through it like a storybook yeah you know yeah. like maybe we should maybe we should look into that. yeah do that so it's not just like a you know a standard ui where you can click on the side or yeah. whatever make a pull request it's the storybook Stor- yeah add storybook to storybook that yeah. would be cool yeah. you could say yeah like add storybook component. to storybook yeah mm-hmm. yeah i like it yeah config dash dash storybook yeah. so storybook <laughs> dash dash storybook yeah yeah it could be an add-on to the storybook that you could do i think it's a great idea yeah yeah we'll, we'll get right to that after this uh yeah, podcast. by the time this is out, you'll probably be able to download this. Yeah, yeah. Add on. It'll be awesome. It, had, you can, yeah, you it has fifty thousand stars in GitHub. <laughs> yeah. just, <laughs> just we're just predicting. You know, who knows? I'll stay up all night clicking. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, that's Even what we though. do with our podcast. We we stay up all night listening to get the get those <laughs> yeah. listens up. And yeah. I listen all the way through, even yeah. though you have to listen to like it's probably called, five seconds. It's guerrilla marketing. Okay, yeah. this is the way it works today. Um, now I did have another question about. So we talked about kind of one of the main benefits, well, one being documentation, mm-hmm. kind of related to that onboarding of new developers. Um, are there situations where you think it makes more sense or less sense to use Storybook, like different, depending on the project team, the types of like components you're building, or I don't know. I'm sure there's no rule, well, but yeah, what, yeah. yeah. What if what it was a small thoughts? project that only most likely you were going to work on? Yeah, that's what I was about to say, and also, gotcha. also Thanks, John. <laughs> I didn't need to say anything. <laughs> so I'd uh, like to hear from you, Otto, <laughs> not, not from John. Don't trust John. Right? I'll answer yeah. first. When he said it, it was false. But if you say it, yeah, it well, might be I, true. I, I'll say it depends. Like, like you said, if you are in a one-person project or a prototype project, you probably don't need to spend time creating a storybook life key if you have a small bu- budget. Yeah. So it just take away your time and it's not really needed. But then again, you're, you being the only developer, when new people come in afterwards, maybe it would mm-hmm. be nice to have the documentation for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even if you're the only only developer, it may, may, might still make sense to yeah. do it. But um, other, otherwise, I think it makes sense to have one, even if you have a smaller project that you are doing because the projects uh, people change and right. situations change, change you might get more budget and it might continue yeah you, m- you might have three different front ends and share the same components between them and these kind of things so so unless you're expecting to throw the code away within the next yeah. few months so maybe like a prototype project mm-hmm. there's probably still some benefit of even if not onboarding someone else but in six months when you come back yeah. to a project pick it up you yeah. sort of documented for yourself how the components work and yeah because uh, you can export the storybook so you can create a uh, like a ci pipeline to push the storybook to s3 for example mm-hmm. so it's always up to date when you add new <coughs> stories you can see the stories in s3 like uh, in live environment so other developers can access it through there like even customers can access if they want to see their components what their app, apps or websites are made of so it's and then we really nice. get it pushed to the uh, Kindle store mm-hmm. yeah. so that people can, <laughs> you know, flip through them. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great oh, idea. Yeah, how about that? We get some Amazon ratings then and five out of five. Yeah. Everybody's downloading. Monetize it mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Ebooks are the best way to make money. Ebooks, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a booming, booming industry. Maybe audiobooks of storybook. 
What do you think? Like on Audible, you just we'll record the audiobook of the documentation for yeah. your story. Yeah, someone add-on. reading the component. Yeah, yeah. John can read us take props of every component yeah. out loud. Like. I would listen to John reading components yeah. though. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, yeah he's... render prop. <laughs> True. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> that was really nice. Render prop. Boolean. Oh, okay. Well, some deep, uh, don't, deep knowledge there. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing. I'm just trying to show off. It sounds like you're doing slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Render prop. Boolean. Sad. Sad component. Yeah. String number. <laughs> all the primitives. Yeah, we're gonna do an episode on. Uh, uh, coding slam poetry right. at some point we're so. just gonna, yeah we're just gonna speak in slam poetry but i'll read code basically like in uh so i married an axe murderer you guys remember that movie um, i mean i know i i don't remember it i know of it yeah. mike myers mike myers dustin I, hoffman dustin hoffman of course it's, it was it's kind of one of those ones that's like perpetually overrated in my opinion like everyone says oh this is great lost gem and then you watch it and you're like no it's all right interesting but it's got a couple like funny parts okay well that is a poetry that is a so ringing it, endorsement it, 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 this isn't John a bus Hoppenthal. story guys but it's, it's still pretty <laughs> good yeah, it's pretty not, good. not quite up there um so another question on testing mm. and storybooks do you feel like it replaces testing like maybe in any way like instead of doing snapshots now and jest maybe you're like no i have a storybook so i'm good with like the kind of ui component testing Maybe you're still unit testing some of your like logic, but mm-hmm. um, what do you think? Like, do you think it's just this is all in addition to all the testing you're already doing, or do you think that this sort of is just another kind of way to test your components? I think it's just another way. I don't think it replaces the testing. Like, well, for those uh, test shots, what what just shots, test snapshots. It's hard for me to yeah. say it out loud, but yeah, for that part, it replaces that. So if you have story book and story shots, yeah. I think you don't need to do the test shots anymore. Right. But for other other tests, uh, I mean, you could you should still have some unit tests for your logic, like you said, and yeah. maybe have some end-to-end tests running on CI or whatever, just checking your overall uh, app. So right, that makes sense. So maybe yeah. just more for the kind of like straight UI mm-hmm. component rendering. Yeah, because it testing yeah, it doesn't replace your test. It's just an additional tool for documentation yeah. and like playing around, seeing how the components work, and then designers can look at the components and hey maybe this doesn't have a correct hover effect or whatever and then yeah that sounds like an unlikely scenario you can fix that oh where you would develop <laughs> something that, yeah doesn't match design yeah no way yeah yeah, yeah well that's yeah. well then fine i'll keep testing yeah that's you know just i will to, keep testing trying to too. get out of it but <laughs> what else john looking at you yeah yeah you are thinking of you hmm. render prop no this sounds cool it sounds like even if you're the only one on the project, um, just getting everything in a sort of book would kind of help you <clears throat> get the whole app firm in your brain, just seeing how everything works together. You know, sometimes your app kind of starts, you forget what something did or why you did something in the first place. But if you have in a storybook, a mm. little, little note to self, and you're like, oh yeah, that's what? why this is blue. Yeah, Storybooks uh, website actually has a has pretty good examples of Storybooks. Like there's an official React example, and there's some uh, other companies as well that have uh, built Storybooks that are available, so the listeners can go and check those out. So uh, they are pretty 
uh, they are full of different uh, components and you can see how everything interacts with each other and how like using those add-ons and whatnot in the storybook. So it's pretty nice. There's no React, mm. there's no React Native demo. There's a demo Not for yet. every library. No. It'll get there. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. This, by, the end of, by the time you guys hear this, we will have created. We're going to be productive. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to wait about nine months to put this episode out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have given that yeah, away. Yeah, Christmas Whoops. is around the corner. <laughs> okay, I, I have a question. I want the, the answer to this. I would like to be a number, and that's it. Boolean. Mm-hmm. Bo- well, Boolean. no. Zero that's or different. one. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, you're right. Good point. Um, story coverage. Which story I don't coverage. think is an act. I don't know if it's a term, but I'm just thinking. No, it is. What's the, the story time coverage? you guys yeah, hear this. TM. Trademark. <laughs> what is the appropriate percentage of story coverage? Number. No, no justification. I'm just kidding. You can. I'm just, that's a general question. Do you think there is like a something you should shoot for? What In your projects, mm. what have you kind of seen as the typical? Well, I... I want to say 100% because all the all the like uh, reusable components would be documented like mm-hmm. if you have a component folder that has uh, you hold the reusable components in I think every component that like that should be documented so I want to say 100% like it feels weird to say 90% like why wouldn't you document that yeah. component yeah. like you should document all if you're doing it like why put only one component there then it doesn't make any sense to have the storybook so hmm. What it so are there not components that are just like really not conducive to stories being written uh, well, for them or because maybe it's not really like like container components yeah, I guess yeah well, like that makes no it makes no sense to have that in storybook like right it's just uh, build like a con- like yeah container for components that, that you that you have maybe a form and buttons you know whatever so that container itself doesn't do anything it's just uh, it holds in all these uh, reusable components for you so so then don't make sense i think interesting hmm. so then 100 percent presentational co- reusable components yeah would be a good would be a zero good percent zero percent container well because <laughs> right. it doesn't make sense you're yeah. right because it's not the rendering it's that's yeah really i mean i mean if you are only going to include the container but then again you can uh, create different views in Storybook if you want. So you can have the container and all the reusable components within it and, right. pr- mm. and present that in Storybook. So okay. you have a full view there. So where are we back? Are we still at 0%? <laughs> I mean, now I feel like we're going back. Well, yeah. so what, maybe what I'm 50%. hearing is if you are, if you're integrating Storybooks and your, your story coverage trademark is <laughs> the percentage isn't very high, then maybe you're like, need to look at how you're writing your components. Maybe you need yeah. to be reusing some components in a little bit better way or yeah. making a more story bookable. Yeah, story bookable components. Yeah. Trademark. Good way to start is just looking at your component folder because I think most projects have at least some reusable stuff in them like right. different buttons and inputs, whatever you have, mm-hmm. forms and con- uh, card components or images, icons and these kind of things you could list there. Mm-hmm for other people to see so it's easier for them to get in the project then i like it awesome well that was a good story and (laughs) (laughs) i keep we've been talking about this uh doing this podcast for a couple days and i keep picturing the that ride at disneyland 
Um, it's the Thunder really, Mountain. No, no, uh, no. It's that it's the really boring one where you just go around like a little river. Small and world. You see like little mini people. It's a small world. No, 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 no. It's called like Storybook Land or whatever. What? Uh, Is it? Yeah, and you, they just have like little like diorama size. Anyway, it, it was so really that's terrible. What you're you're envisioning like little components. I came kind of in here expecting the... to go on a ride. <laughs> well, I think I think we kind of you know went on a ride we, a little that, bit. Absolutely. Yeah. We started Trade on the bar. bus. Yep. And we ended here. Here. At the office. See, yeah. Good ideas. I yeah. started these things thinking it's going to be really like clever. a funny statement, and then like, <laughs> I, I bail halfway in and look at Scott to save me. <laughs> yeah, and then I usually say something that's very straight and serious and boring. So, all right, you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Thank you, Otto. This has been great. Agreed. Enlightening. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Email duct us tape. at ducttapes.com. Hello at ducttapes.com. All your stories Facebook. about. Yep. All your stories about storybooks. Yes. All your, yeah, that would be good. All your, Let's all your, your bus best... story. Hey, what do you guys think about the bus thing? Back to that. Email us that. Sure. Tweet, tweet that's that fine. at us. That fine. That, Just, that fine. That fine. <laughs> Just that tweet, fine. Tweet that fine <laughs> at ducttapes.com. <laughs> That's yeah, I would love to hear your stories about stories, though, for real. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. get those. Meta stories. Meta stories. Yeah. 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 All right, All bye. Right. See ya. Bye. Duct tapes. <laughs>